Ooh, nice. That's you it's know, working. We're going the yeah. Oh, the super nice. jumbo deluxe version of this. And now nice. I just need to go live on this thing, and we'll be. Uh, where's my Trello? Cool. Boy, it's weird when you spend time away from Facebook and you go back and you're like, nothing, nothing has changed at all. No, 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 it never does. All right. Never does. And. Ask the podcast coach for June 1st, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning. It's 1030 Eastern Standard Time. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. If uh, you want to join us, you can simply come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you want to jump on in, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And speaking of join, joining me right over there is the one and only, you knowing me, love him. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations. Jim Collison from the average guy. Dot TV. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy June 1st. Isn't that weird? <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Holy that means we're cow. beginning, like we're at like the halfway point of 2019. I'm like. I know. Well, not quite. It'll, at the end of the month, no, it'll be yeah. officially the halfway. But I, I do want to thank everyone who wished me a happy birthday last weekend. Uh, it was nice. To, I took kind of the whole weekend off. Uh, no, ask the podcast coach and, uh, and appreciate those who sent me nice greetings. So thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, I was down in Georgia. If you are two hours in from the coast on Georgia, uh, I just refer to that as hell. It was like <laughs> 97 degrees and 400% humidity. And, uh, my cousin is an army brat. He's a chaplain in the army. And yet he's his, like his troop or whatever that he chaplains to. Mm-hmm. Our army rangers and stuff. Mm. So he's jumping out of helicopters and all, like he's like, don't mess with my cousin. He will he will mess you up. But he said, yeah, he's lived everywhere. And he goes, George is like, he goes, yeah, yeah. He's like Louisiana. I've been there, but yeah. it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, how was graduation uh, that you were you were out for graduation I was right? out for graduation? You know, it was kind of yeah. weird. It was uh, number one because it's it was high school and i swear there's a little difference there's a difference oh, between yeah. high school oh, and, yeah. and college a lot more um grand poo buying shall we say you know a lot of more uh traditional like they in college they have a big stick with some sort of thing that you have to come and plant and it gets its own literally its own spotlight and like here is the here's the blah 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 the master whatever it is right. high school had just walked in and we were in the james brown something something arena because he was born it was in augusta it's oh. hard. That's the other thing. Every time when somebody said Augusta, we had to say Augusta, you know, the whole Caddyshack thing. So uh, Cinderella story. The Cinderella story. <laughs> so it was fun. And it was my, and it's weird because it's my little cousin who's not little anymore. And it was his oldest son who was, by the way, phenomenal kid, like just beyond, because we were playing guitars and he also plays, but he had a house full of teenagers of which some were female. And he actually came in and played guitars with us. And he said, well, you know, I can see my friends anytime. He goes, you guys drove here from Ohio. You're driving back tomorrow. And we're like, and his mom's like, there you go. That's my boy. Good choice. So it was very, very cool. And he's, uh, he's already got his college set in the whole nine yards. So 
Yeah. And it was for me, I don't know what emotion it was because I, I smiled big, but I almost cried when I watched a bunch of high school kids throw their hats in the air because I was like, oh, look at them all filled with hope before, you know, reality just comes. And they just completed the easiest thing in their life. Yeah. Just <laughs> before reality comes and just smashes them in the face. It'll be great yeah, fun. Super great. But uh, hey, the big news this week, it is official. Uh, I thought I had a link for this. Apple is uh, officially going to shut down iTunes. Yeah, thank God. And I, like about time, right? Yeah, and I was like, holy cow. Now, if I, yes, here's... I the- haven't, Dave, I have not, I have not heard anybody complain about this. This is the amazing thing. Like, usually when these kinds of, we've, you know, we have been asking that iTunes either get fixed or just do something different. And they're finally doing it, right? They're going to break it up into several different apps. It kind of makes more sense. The Windows version of iTunes is awful. Yeah. And and so like um but usually there's that one holdout or two who is like blah, blah blah, this is the end. I haven't seen that yet. Have you seen anybody kind of freak out? Yeah, the only thing that I use iTunes for occasionally is to see what feed they're looking at. And you can get that from other locations. So mm-hmm. there are other tools for that. But other than that, I absolutely hate <laughs> iTunes software. It's old, it's slow, it's clunky. And from what I understand, they're not going to separate it into music, podcasts, and I believe movies. I'd have to go look at my own link that I just put. But they're they're breaking it into different yeah. things. The big question is going to be, and it would be really stupid if they didn't, because everything's like, hey, on the next version of Mac OS... Blah, 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 blah. But we're like, and, and Windows people are, are Windows people gonna, you know, that would be, well, uh, well they've never, I mean, the, the, the app for Windows has always been a cluster. Yeah. Like it's always been bad. And in the early years, I, I couldn't prove this, but in the early years, that was on purpose. Like, yeah, I'm I mean, with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just a kind of a, to spite uh, Microsoft and that's okay. Like, and it's, but it's never really ever been very good. So I actually think, I, and I, I, I hear very rarely anybody even using it anymore. I mean, we, we used to have to sync, uh, who was it? Was it, was it, uh, Mike, Mike Dell, maybe who said something about remembering the days when we had to sync our iPods. Oh, yeah. I think it was Todd actually in a post. And yeah, th- that's, that's the way it used to be. But, now, I, I did a presentation uh, yesterday uh, at work. Uh, a bunch of folks were coming in for training, and I said, hey, you should be listening to our podcasts. And I plugged my phone in via an HDMI. You know, I got the HDMI mm-hmm. dongle for my phone, plugged it in, and I just, right on the screen, oh, I just wow. like, podcast. And of course, I mean, I set it up so all of our podcasts would be the very first thing they see. And so, you know, the Gallup podcast and Call the Coach and Theme Thursday, and they were all there. And I, You can subscribe right here. That's the first time I've gone into a place and actually used a screen. You know, sometimes you take the phone out and you walk them through it, you know, on yeah. it, go subscribe. This was, I was like, why am I not just plugging my phone into the, you know, into the projector in this case, into the, into the big, we have a big screen um, set up in there. But so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and for those that don't know, your phone is a. Oh, uh, iPhone. Yeah. So I I never knew there was an HDMI dongle for that. I will. Yeah. yeah, It's like a million dollars, just to be honest. (laughs) So the phone is $7 and then the dongle is $1,700. So, um, no, just a little white dongle and it's got HDMI on the bottom. You just plug it in and it, I mean, instantly, nothing to, you don't have to, you don't have to say mirror or extend. 
I'm, I know I'm making fun of Windows. You just plug it in, it worked. Yeah. Although you got to be careful, all my notifications were also popping up as well, I was nice. doing the presentation. Yeah, it's the wrong time so, to get a sexting. You're like, oh yeah. yeah, like Sarah, don't send those things. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was it was cool to just be able to yeah. Um, you know, show people how to podcast. Also brought up Facebook page for the group and said, Hey, join us on our Facebook. And we, we, I require everyone request keeps the spammers out for the most part. We yeah. still get them, but and yeah. with, by the time I got out into the lobby, I had eight people already registered. And so I just, and I used, so I used to go in there with a laptop and do this, but I think anymore, Dave, we, it's just, it's got to be phone first for everything. We yeah, always, I think we have to think phone first for everything. Well, the nice thing about it is, in theory, depending on the cable, you could sit there and walk around with your phone and do your presentation instead of having a little wireless clicker, you know, depending, on, again, on how long the cable was. You know, yeah. but uh, phones, phones shut off a little too easy oh, and true. then you got to reauthenticate. So you have to really extend if you're going to do it that way. You really got to extend that screen time. So that's the one drawback to using a phone in a presentation is they just, they, because of power, they just turn off more frequently than, and it's not hard to turn them back on, but right. it's a little jarring. Yeah. You have to sit there and go, oops. Um, Daniel saying, most likely they're going to move the stuff to the browser. That that would fix it. If you think about it, then you don't have to worry about yeah. PC and Mac and that whole nine yards. Um, so that, that could be fun to uh, watch. And I just realized that, for those of you that just heard a ding on the recording, Dave forgot to close his or just mute his uh, his Slack. I love Slack, and it, the, I really need the notifications during the day. I just don't need them during Ask the Podcast. The, the Mackie board that I have has a USB pass-through, and sometimes when I'm wanting to play music or something for somebody on the other side or I'm wanting to play a clip on the other side, you can mm-hmm. push that USB pass-through. works great for podcasting, too. Another way to get audio into your podcast. But if you forget to undo that <laughs> and there's there's alert notifications coming in, Facebook is the worst. You know, that dong, you know, yeah. that comes in and you're like, oh, yeah. and you, you hear it and you're like, oh, you ignore it because you hear them anyways while you're podcasting. Right. But then you forget, oh, I've got that. I've got that going through. Very maddening when you get a whole podcast done and then you hear a few of those. You're like, oh, the, uh, the, the one that really got me, I was doing uh, an episode of the podcast rodeo show. So this is where I listen to the beginning of people's shows and give yeah. them my opinion. And this guy kept having his, his phone was not on mute. So I kept hearing the ding. And I, every time I grab my phone, I'm like, wait, there's, there's no text message and a talking along ding. And all of a sudden I went, well, hold on a second. I went back, played it again. And I heard the ding at the same time. I was like, Oh, that's on the recording. So, uh, so it's super frustrating. Like, <laughs> or when you have a guest, and um, we were recording, I was recording an episode somewhere this week, last week, and the, the, the guest's phone kept going off. And, you know, by this time, after doing this for a decade, you, I kind of, I don't, that's, I don't go through those instructions anymore with the guest. I kind of just assume they're going to mute all devices. And I said to somebody, um, I'm, I'm hearing alerts. Can we, oh, 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 Yeah. But Dave, it's amazing to me. Those guests, they're so focused on the on the guest experience. They don't even hear their own. They don't hear them. It doesn't, they, they don't blink. They don't look. Those alerts come through and they're just so focused. So that's one of those areas I think as a, as a host, we've got to help them and just say, hey, can you make sure everything's silenced? And don't forget to tap your microphones. I was on an interview yesterday. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, I, I'm in the text we were doing, we're using... Um, Squadcast. So I'm like, hey, I don't think your microphone's checked because I didn't want to do an edit point. 
And at the end, he goes, oh, man, I wish you would have made it at any point because he was and he was using his microphone on his camera. And I was like, I was letting you know in chat. And he's like, oh, I'm on the wrong. T-. It goes, oh, just, and I was tempted to go. We can do it again. But uh, yeah. that never no. happens. But that's, that's maddening. Right. New hosts don't don't they don't hear the difference between this kind of audio and the camera for whatever reason. And I've done interviews where. I've been on my camera mic for what we're using something different. I didn't get it switched over. And I'm like, did you hear that? I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so awful. So awful. Miss um, Eileen has a question. She says, I use iTunes to add my tags and the show level art. Can I do that on Hindenburg? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, you can't. Oh, what's the deal with this? Sharon, do not. Okay. It's always fun when you, uh, Squadcast has been adding some new stuff uh, to do that. He said, clicking the share button and nothing's happening. Interesting. Now we're watching a little spinning ball. I believe this is where uh, squares, whatever this thing that I'm using, uh, StreamYard. Yeah, I have a non-responding in my Chrome thing. Oh, bummer. Well, it does work. You uh, can do it there. But yeah, if you go to file and properties in Hindenburg, you can actually add your stuff. And in the meantime, I'm, can I click on cancel on this and make it go? Ooh, now we have a white screen. The whole screen's going white. So I think we're slowly going to watch, uh, which will be fun to see if I can riveting. come back. Yeah, I'm like, all right. R- riveting podcasting. Yeah, um, um, but you were mentioning uh, a guest. I'm just going to ride this out. I have no control. I can't do anything now. The whole Chrome hold, is... Hold on. While, while that's spinning, let me let me do see. I've been using MP3 tag ah, yeah. editor to do that. And I like it. Super simple. The guy is still updating it. Um, it, there's a paid version if you want to, well, you can give a donation to the developer. They've never asked me. I never get spammed by them. Um, you know, I get maybe monthly or quarterly updates to it. So uh, that's what I really, uh, that's where I, I like it. I edit out of audacity and then drop them into, um, you know, drop it in there to put the tags on. And it's a good way to keep the tags for me. They have a copy and paste function. So I can just go in. You know, it gets all that information, copyright, all that stuff that never changes, right? You just go in, copy, paste. It moves it all into the from the from the previous one to the next one. I change the show number and the title, and I'm done. It's a yeah. great workflow. Yeah, yeah, I never knew it was there. I, I think the the actual just so we don't confuse. I think the actual like command is copy tag, and then paste yes, tag. Yeah, correct, correct. Because yes. um, I know I never knew that was there, and you told me about that. I'm like, this is it's weird because it saves you all of like 12 seconds, but it's so cool because if you like you said, the name never changed, the author never changes. Yeah, all you have to do is change the title and the episode number. And I don't really put a whole lot in the comments besides here's my website, and um, this is still spinning. It's annoying because I have no no control over anything. Can you get it? Has it like completely consumed your system? You're fine here. So yeah, I'm fine here. I just, I can't, I can't highlight any comments. I can barely see the comments. Can I do? No, it's just, so what I might do, I, do I leave and come back? No, just let it run for a bit. Just let it run. Let me, while while it's running, let me mention um, this week, we were off last week, but uh, the last Thursday I had my daughter on, on home gadget geeks. And Sarah had been on, my wife had been on, um, I don't know, two months ago. And it got really good reviews. Like we, we got a lot of people. And then my daughter came on and it just got, I mean, it got blown out on the number of tweets and kind of, you know, the, I got emails back from my audience. I got more emails back this week than I've gotten on any show ever. Wow. And so, yeah, it was just super cool. And she did a super good job. It was her first podcast ever. She's a nice. journalist. 
we talked a little bit about the technology it takes to do college, but, but Dave, don't underestimate the power of your own, like your own family, uh, in doing that. I don't know if I'd, my boys, I'm not sure they'd want to do this to be honest with you, but she's really inclined towards this. Oh, and dude, so, I, she, you know, she did a great job. I'm glad you set this up. Got this text this morning. I don't know what she was doing up at four 30 in the morning, but it says, Hey, uncle Dave, some of my friends and I were looking at maybe starting a dungeons and dragons podcast. And I was wondering if you have any tips for us starting out. And I'm oh like, my God. so I have to call her later and go, yeah, I, I think your uncle can help you out with that. There's um, a, there's a bunch of really popular D and D podcasts yeah. right now, which is hilarious because I played D and D back when I was in like high school in the eighties. Right. And it's funny that it's kind of back uh, that way. And there's, and they kind of go in trends, but yeah, she watches a four hour. Okay. Remember when we talked about not too long, but yeah, it can't too long, too boring. That one she watches on YouTube talking heads four hours all around D and D. This is and every Thursday night. That's her, that's her gig. And it's just, it's another, it's another reminder to me when you found your niche, you can really do anything you want. There are no rules in that. Most people would say, Oh my God, it is four hours a week. And they have tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of subscribers to this YouTube channel. Four hours, Thursday nights. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem like it would make sense. Right. They have this incredibly loyal audience. Listens to they watch. She watch. She tries to watch and listen to the whole thing. So four hours. Four though. hours. Four hours. That, yeah, that's a little crazy. It's it's the it's it's engagement. Like when you have found that niche, people will just consume it. That's that's just what they do. We've said this before. I, my audience, if I show if I shorten things up, I get notes like, "Hey, like." I counted on you for my for my <laughs> for my commute. What are you doing? Why are you making this shorter? That's dumb. Yeah. You know, and, and there's all this conventional advice, you know, oh no, 20 minutes or 15 minutes, or you gotta be quick, don't do any intros, get right to the point. We say all those things, right? We say all those things. There are some listeners who are like, no, 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 I'm just listening because I need something to listen to. I don't care what you do. You can go as long as you want. I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Cause I'm in a factory and I got earbuds in. Or I'm out mowing the lawn and it takes me two hours, you know? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I think that's really one of going to be one of the things is to watch the next generation to see that kind of grew up a little bit with podcasting mm-hmm. or their parents are podcasting. I know, uh, Elsie Escobar's kids, uh, she has a, a roadcaster and she just said, I just gave it to them to see if they could figure it out. And they did. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Ross has a question, I think in the mm-hmm. chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about radio.com and Libsyn? It's easy. Go to destinations at radio.com and you'll start to see some of the new things that are coming down the line in Libsyn uh, because you'll see where your your description, your name, your email, all that stuff that you usually have to type in again, you don't. So it's literally destinations at radio.com, read it, done. And I will say 98% of the time you're in within a couple hours there is right now a slight hiccup on their side that occasionally you'll be at your name will be added and nothing else. In which case, email support at lipson.com and we'll basically go, Hey, radio.com and they fix it. So but other than that, it's been going really, really smooth. So who the hell is radio.com? Radio.com is CBS. Oh, okay. CBS radio. Um, and like, I, I will say their app is, well, is annoying because terrible. <laughs> well, when I, st- I, the only reason I have it is I used to listen to Jim Rome all the time 
Okay. And for the record, Jim, just so you know, I can, I like, I see where Eileen has a question. I can't read that. Um, oh shoot. Okay. It, I'll try to, yeah. I'll try to read questions for you. Uh, but um, anyway, so I used to listen to Jim Rome on that, but other than that, I don't really, you know, go over there. I, I, I heart, I will listen to occasionally if I'm, you know, listening to something in the morning and I want, I'm going somewhere and I, I want to listen to it in the shower or whatever. I'll, I'll, throw on iHeart, but that does not happen a lot. CBS, the only thing I listened to was Jim Rome. And the thing that's annoying, I guess, at least for me, when you start the app, it goes back to the last channel you were on and starts automatically, which for me now working at Lipson, people are like, Hey, am I in radio.com? Well, now I got to fire it up and search for them and go, yep, here it is. Uh, so it's kind of uh, the fact that it's constantly starting the last thing I was in. I'm like, I know there's a setting somewhere that's got to be. I was looking. Could, like, couldn't they just search for themselves on radio? Uh, dude, I'm here to tell you. Where <laughs> is that? Am I in Spotify? <laughs> Have you gone over and searched? Yep. I don't know. Let's go look. Like, yeah, let's yeah. do it together. Yeah. Spotify.com. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Should I have known? Like, it makes sense. Radio.com, CBS, right? But right. I, I, in in five years of doing this with you. I can't ever remember a moment we've talked about radio.com. I mean, this was weird when Lipson yeah. announced this. I was like, how did I miss? How have I missed this? Why has this not been one of those sites that everybody's been clamoring to be on or be a part of? Do you know? I mean, like, literally, I was like, oh, who, who is, where did this come from? It's never been to, rarely ever been talked about in the podcast communities, unless I'm totally out. Am I, am I out to lunch? Yeah. It's, I mean, I, yeah, and here's what's weird is there it's only in the app. It's not on radio.com because okay. if you go to that uh, website, holy moly. Uh it's it's very I don't know, uh 1997ish. Yeah. It's like <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but uh holy oh. cow. Well, I was just it was a, it was weird when Lipson made that announcement. I was like radio.com and I'm like there's a radio.com. And yeah. so when I went out and looked at it, yeah, all those things, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is kind of awful. Um, not, not to listen. It's great that, uh, you know, Spreaker's doing the same thing. They've got this new thing called syndication, right? Where they're, they're doing, they're helping you out getting some of these things done. And I think mm-hmm. it's super awesome by the way. So I'm not, I'm not ripping on lips at all for this. I was just surprised. I've never heard of radio.com. And I was like, how did you yeah. doing this a long time? How did I'm this one everywhere. Fly like I am everywhere. I am literally everywhere. And uh, how did this one fly under the radar? Yeah, it's um. And and while we're talking about that, iHeartRadio, they're working on this, but right now it can take like two months to get approved, if not three in some cases yeah. to get approved at iHeartRadio. We're not sure. Um, they they have told us that they're working on something on the back end, trying to speed things up. But right now, it's because I, I get that email like once or twice a day. Hey, I submitted iHeartRadio like back in March and I'm not in there yet. And you're like, yeah, well you should be probably soon, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a, you know, and I, I don't know about you, but every time I see a new destination, I'm like, all right, well, there's another 3% if I'm lucky, you know, and it, it takes all the two seconds to get listed, but I don't get a lot of stuff on iHeart. I don't get a lot of stuff on Stitcher, you know? So. Yeah. I still, I still think you gotta be there. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think that's one of those things you gotta, Make sure it happens. I, I just wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah. And that's, I always get that question. Well, should I? And I'm always like, okay, it's free. It's more exposure. 
Like, why, yeah. why would you not? Why wouldn't you? I've said this before, but um, Shout Engine, I think, is one of them. I get six or 700 a year. Yeah. And so, okay, so you go 50 or 60 a month. Um, it's better than a sharp stick in your eye. And it takes me two minutes to post them out there. And you never know. You, like, you never know where it's going to hit or it's going to take off. That question is showing up a lot in the Facebook groups, too, is do I need to be on Facebook? I mean, sorry, do I need to be on YouTube? Um, you know, do I that I saw that question a dozen times. It seemed like this week, like, you know, do I need to be, Hey everybody, do I need to be on YouTube? And, um, I, I don't know how you shouldn't be on YouTube just to be honest with you. I mean, get something out there. Yeah. Uh, you never know that's where that's going to go. I think just from paying attention to what's happening at YouTube is more important than anything else. Like the act of going in there and understanding kind of what they're doing. By the way, YouTube downgraded my video. If you're a live streamer and you're using YouTube as a live stream platform at this point, they went in and made some changes and then downgraded me to um, not a non-HD to, to give me... There's a latency settings and the setup in there now. And they were like, hey, do you want a lot of latency but better video or less latency and worse video? Yeah, there we go. And they just changed it automatically for me. So I was not getting HD video out of YouTube anymore for the hmm. rendered version. And I'm like, hey, no notice. No, okay, that's not fair because it could be in my YouTube email box that I send to auto-delete. <laughs> but <laughs> that being said, they could have told me. So that I had to dig in and find, oh, they, changed, they added these legacy settings. So I think it's important to be on those platforms just so you kind of know what's kind of happening, uh, where things are going with it. A lot of changes over there, too. I'm cheating. I changed the the settings on my my monitor so I can read the chat room. Oh, good, good. Uh, it, it, I don't think I've, we've seen any questions yet so no, far. I did see somebody took my baby steps course. Schoolofpodcasting.com oh. slash baby steps. I do know I need. That's one of the things on my list of of things to do today. I have that set up to send you like every day. You get a new little video to kind of walk you through mm-hmm. that. And the good first idea. day, and the first day, you get nothing. I need to set it up so that when you sign up, like you get one on day one, and it's like mm-hmm. mm, it starts after that. So. Uh, oopsie on that. Thank you, by the way, to uh, Daniel J. Lewis, who pointed that out to me, because I don't know if you know this, but uh, your 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 baby step thing is a little like late starting up. Um, Jim, you were talking about guests, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. Um, yeah. We did have a question from, uh, this is on a Facebook group, so it's, it's not a question sent to us. I saw this and went, this is an interesting question. Um, he says, "I'm." Uh, this is Joe Persia, I'm going to say. I'm curious, what do you think makes for a great podcast guest? I've only been on less than 25 shows or so, but I've noticed that some end way better than others. Would love your expert feedback. So what do you think makes a good guest? That's a, that's interesting. What makes a good guest? Um, let's, okay, let me ask the question back to you, Dave. Are we, th- are we thinking about what kind of guests should I have on that will maximize the promotion of my content or the, what kind of guests can I have on that will actually maximize the content of my podcast? You know, because I think it can, I think it can matter. I also think you can have a guest that you catch on a bad day and it's just not, it's just not as great. Right. I mean, I, this is, I think, where quantity over quality it is what kind of what you're shooting for. You've got to just get a bunch of people and have them on. It's also really good practice for your interviewing skills to just interview a bunch of people. 
And so, you know, I don't think if, if, if we, this, this, this goes with a question I've seen a lot lately too in the Facebook groups. How do we feel about not playing uh, an interview that went poorly? That is, uh, <laughs> you know, do we do, what do you do? Do you, do you call that guest and go, mm, you know, that wasn't as good as I was hoping for. And I, actually that's, I think the answer, I think even though you've done it, you, you get back with the guests and just be honest, like, Hey, this wasn't great. You, can we do it again? Yeah. That's, that's where I go. It's not the guest. I, I don't blame the guest on that one. I blame you now. I granted, but I, to me, I want to go, what was your process of vetting that guest? Did you do any kind of pre-interview? Did you go listen to them on other interviews? Like, how did this person get to your audience? Because yeah. you're the goalkeeper and either a, you didn't know their story or cause I, I know you just said uh, what you said. Quantity. I, over say, qu- I think it's quantity over quality. See, I'm, I'm the direct opposite. Yeah, That's, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm Cause to me, I actually had some guy this week that contacted me. He said, Hey, I was talking to Matthew Passy. Matthew says I should reach out to you. I said, oh, you must have a cool because of my podcast store. And he goes, actually, I kind of do. I've done, 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 done. And I'm like, okay, cool. I said, but here's the deal. I don't know you. I said, so here's here's my little rule. Here's my scheduling link. See if there's anything that works with you. I said, but I only say this to people I don't know. A, can you send me a link to where you've been interviewed before? And B, because I don't know you, I reserve the right to not publish our recording. I said, if you're fine with that, here's my scheduling link. And that's just the way I'm going to handle it. Now, I felt really awkward saying it, but it was like, I'm not letting you get to my audience if, you know, and I I haven't reached, I could have reached out to Matthew and said, hey, what's what's the deal on this guy? Because you don't know, but that's the way I'm handling it at least so. Yeah, no, and I get it. I get what you're saying. I, I do. I love this kind of debate on it because I think for me, I have, um, I have, there's been some folks where my instincts have been like, mm, and then I had them on and they were amazing. And you're like, yeah. oh, if I had to listen to my gut on this, I wouldn't have had it. It, and it, you know, is there, I don't know if there's a right answer actually between what we're saying or maybe it's a combination of both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, you need, you need yeah. the, um, the quantity to get good yeah. at it. You know, so it's um, but the pre-call, though, is you mentioned this. The pre-call is such an important part. Do something where they know they're not being recorded, but just have a conversation with them. You're going to find out a lot about and don't commit to the podcast until after you've had that pre-call. So they're like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. OK, I require a pre-call before I make any kind of decisions. Can we just get together and I need 15 minutes of your time, you know. Then, then after the call, you can get back with them and say, mm, no, I'm not really interested. That's really hard to do, by the way. But, but it um, is, that's, that's yeah. one of the things I've kind of noticed. And I, I almost hate to keep mentioning this because I'm worried about overhyping it. I'm doing a lot of research on interviews and how to do an interview and tips and tricks and things like that. And one of the things is there are going to be times when you have to put on your big boy or your big girl camp pants and have an adult conversation and go, um, no. And I'm like, mm, boy, that's. That's that's a tough one. So it's super hard. Yeah, it's super hard. You feel like you've got somebody's time. You sit down and do the interview. You're you know, you're you're taking on their excitement because they're like, hey, I did this interview thing. And then you're like, yeah, that wasn't really that good. I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not going to take it. I have honestly never done that. So I yeah. can't, I can't be one to, and I've never faked it. Like, Oh, we lost the, the audio wasn't good. I have had the audio wasn't good uh, conversations where it, it didn't get recorded for some reason or it, it didn't, it was, you know, the, the, uh, the audio was bad, but I've never said, nah, not good enough. I, 
I usually think, I don't know, maybe it's because I vet a little bit, like you're saying, maybe I vet in advance. So yeah. I just haven't had to have that conversation with somebody, but I do like, I, I mean, I've gotten better at interviewing people because I've done so many interviews. Yeah. So yeah. I just, it's, it's hard to do that without doing it. I have done the narrative style. Uh, I've taken a bad interview and it wasn't bad. I just, yeah. I, I explained to the yeah. person, this is why you're here. And we talked a little bit about that. And then they went into a whole big section that I didn't want to talk about. And that just went right on the editing floor. I'm like, nope, my audience isn't going to find any value in that. So I took the little bit that was left and kind of told a story and put his, his or her clips in there. So it, it worked out. Okay. So, um, that can I, you do, can you do questions yet? No, I'm, I'm there. Okay. I'm totally, you, I also can't share my screen to say thank you to our awesome supporters. Oh, I'll we'll just have to mention them. Most of yeah. them probably listen. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, there's a question out there. Are there, uh, okay. Um, this is a huge problem I'm facing. I have a podcast and, uh, I follow a theme closely. One day I make a slight off topic episode and the downloads explode. Not really a problem, but yeah. How should I take that change course? So Dave, you're podcasting about green widgets. One day you mention a red widget and it it explodes, right? Do you, what do you do? Do you all of a sudden shift course and become a, a red widget podcaster? Or do you, what do you do? I would check my stats to see if there's anything I can see. Where are these downloads coming from? What, maybe it's a different country or a different app, things like that. Uh, I have Google Analytics on my website. See if there's anything I can figure out so I'm trying to figure out why did these go up? Right. Uh, and, and then from there, I don't know if I would completely change course, but I might mention red widgets again and see, you know, what happens. But I, I had a, a person I was helping with, they were doing a, uh, a show about um, churchy stuff for lack of a better phrase. And the one time he finally hit on something like uh, growing your, whatever you, your congregation that is college aged. And that went through the roof, like just through the roof. And so I said, well, I said, I'm going to take that as that's something your audience wants to talk about. I said, you might want to expand on that a bit more. Uh, that would be the other thing I would look at, look at the title of your pod of that episode. Cause sometimes a really good title will just make things go bonkers. Yeah. Or so Ross, Ross and I this morning, we're looking, we're, uh, working a little bit together. He has, he's republishing a, episode i did with him last year sometime and um there it there's a lot of strength stuff embedded in it well we're, mm. next week is the clifton strength summit here in omaha i have 1500 people coming and there's tons of excitement around that and chances are if you put clifton strengths into something right now <laughs> there it uh, listen this is it's not like it's that famous but it may rank a little bit better you may have that where you hit it on a, a right in the sweet spot, right in that moment, right when people were looking for it, or it's a hot search topic or it shows up somewhere. I would not say, I wouldn't start changing the whole course to get there. But like you said, I may start sprinkling it in and you know, you, you might find out like, Oh, this is actually a popular topic with the people that I'm listening to one time, right? We say in data, right? One's a point, two's a line, three's a trend. So I wouldn't make any decisions until I have three data points and you know some kind of trend on that. One show, not enough. Just a point. Now, here's the fun part. There are times, I'll give a, a great example. Dave, I hope Dave Jackson is seen as Mr. It's not the tech guy. That is one of the things I say a lot of. 
And yet that's Dave, what you have me for. Yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there are times when Dave will do a microphone shootout. Well, Dave, if it doesn't really matter what microphone you have, as long as you have a decent one, why are you doing microphone shoot? Because people love those things. They do. They do. So they do. I'm like, mm. all right, well, I'm going to give you what my audience wants because you guys go nuts over, you know, ooh, it's shiny and blinky. And, you know, it's we, we have a in, in Clifton Strengths. We have this balconies and basements idea that we we talk about all the time. And it's we're getting away from it because it's not really great. I mean, it's it's OK, but we've got some of the we want to say it in other ways and stuff. But mm. we cannot get people to stop saying balconies and basements. They love love that concept of it these coaches you know they and so whenever we whenever we write a blog post or the blog post we've written about it in the past do extremely well because guess what people are searching for so they're searching for balconies and basements so when you're thinking about that's this that's the seo you know dilemma that you have here when you think about how you're titling your podcast you should be thinking about what are people searching for because the title is the only thing that matters anymore in SEO for the most part. And how you phrase your title matters. So that's the thing. Like you might have looked at the title of that podcast that you put out and Google it and see does if you put three letters in and it auto fills that title, like, you know, there, it, you may be onto something from, from an SEO perspective. Well, you, you brought up search. Then I, I need to start saying this more often Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify and now iHeartRadio, the search is horrible. Like mm-hmm. I had somebody yesterday, you typed in the name of their show in iHeart and the show did not come up. He took the link that iHeart gave him. And if you sent that to somebody on email, click opens up right in the iHeart app and there's their show. So it's there. It's not showing up in search and insert Apple, Spotify, iHeart. Same thing happens all the time. And everybody's like, well, like, how do I fix this? And the answer is you can't, you can't. Well, what's, what's the name of your show? Uh, it's the blah, blah, blah show. Okay. Does it say blah, blah, blah show in the title? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, you're, you've got the title, right? You've got your author, you've got your description. We're not sure what search is what, but it doesn't show up. And people are like, yeah, but, um, how are people going to find me? And I'm like, there's no answer here. Go, you know, uh, I've mentioned it already to Spotify and they just kind of went, well, it's the algorithm. And I'm like, yeah, and it blows. And they're like, uh, uh, okay. They don't care. No, they don't so, care. That's not their business. That's yeah. not their core business. Yeah. So like I, they're uh, doing it for free. They don't care. Yeah. And so I just keep telling people, A, number one, there's a great study by uh, not Edison, mm, Jacobs Media. 70% of people find shows through word of mouth and 10% find them by searching. And I'm like, so that's the good news. Don't stress out over this. But in the meantime, put the links on your website and tell your audience to go to your website and subscribe. Uh, Daniel, since he's in the chat room, uh, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe and follow, uh, Daniel has already added the radio.com button to his uh, plugin. And that's an easy way to make a really nice looking uh, subscribe page. But I'm just telling, I'm like, quit telling people, find me an Apple podcast because you know, if well, here's a fun one, we talked about this on the uh, podcasters roundtable. If you type in podcast rodeo show, I don't show up. You type in the word rodeo, I do. And the answer is, well, why? Because Apple sucks. Search sucks in all apps. <laughs> and I'm like, there's nothing you can do about it. And yeah. it's just, you have to deal with that. So I did want to um, jump in. I saw where Illiquity asked, what, sh- what do people use to make courses? I use Thinkific. 
schoolofpodcasting.com slash thinkific. Uh, I've also seen Teachable uh, is pretty cool. So schoolofpodcasting.com slash teachable. And the cool thing about those, although I don't, I believe you can embed the courses into your website. I just, I really like having, like if you go to the schoolofpodcasting.com, that's my education site. And then schoolofpodcasting.com is everything free. Because if you're trying to block things on your website, that became quite the headache. And I was using things like Digital Access Pass and all these other fun-filled things. I just, to me, having them separate makes life a whole lot easier. And uh, I see where Daniel, so that's that's my thought on that. There are tons of them. There's Digital Access Pass. There's Wishlist Member. There's tons of them. But um, I, I really, the reason I used uh, Thinkific is I forget what I had found some sort of plugin and it would, it took me about a week or two, if not more to make one course because it let me pick the shadow of the color of the curve. It just let me pick all these different things. And I heard the guy from thinkific on a podcast and he, he's an educator. So as opposed to basing it on how cool it is and all the tech, it was like, no, this is facilitated for learning. I went, okay, I like this guy. And I actually made the school of podcasting in a weekend. I took everything I had and just copied and pasted and re-uploaded nice. it. And it has a it has a built-in but rather basic uh, affiliate program. So that's why I use Thinkific. But I, I, from what I understand, Thinkific or Teachable, you can't go wrong with either one. So cool. So. I think Daniel's reference was the because it's the the podcast rodeo show. Yeah, the word podcast is throwing it off. That's it. There's a lot with podcasts in it, right? Well, that's one of the things I'm going to bring up to Libsyn. When you make a, when you sign up at Libsyn, it it takes whatever your slug is, which is just for the record, your Libsyn ID, and it puts the word podcast. So if if you signed up and it was, you know, the Jim Collison show and your your slug was Jim Collison, well, it automatically says the name of your show is Jim Collison, all one word, podcast. And it's kind of in a way that's kind of like, hey, you should change this later because it's all one word and people will leave the word podcast, which is kind of like saying, Hey, I'm going to go watch that. I don't know. Nine one one TV series show, TV series kind of thing. <laughs> we don't really need the word podcast in your podcast. We've kind of figured it out. Yeah. And uh, so consequently there are a lot of shows with the word podcast in it. And same thing with the word the, if you, if you put the word the in there in your search, your ranking against everybody who has the word the and podcast in their title, which again goes back to our original point, which is search and apps is really horrible. Yeah. I, I was really fortunate when I picked home gadget geeks that has worked out really well for me. Like it, it defines where and the, in the home gadgets that what's we're talking about. And it's for geeks. And I just, since I changed to that title, no one's been like, what's that about? <laughs> you know, no, it's super clear. And it just, it, it just came across Dave before we get too much farther, we should thank those oh, awesome yes. supporters. supporters. Let's, our, let's our, do that. We don't have visualizations, but let's do it anyway. Um, I tell you what, cause this is the first of the month. Should, oh. should we thank everybody next week? And I'll just, thank yeah. our okay. Yeah. So yeah, but we do yeah. want to thank people. Awesome people like Greg, Greg, that's a fun one. Cause there's hmm. a big D in front of my name, Greg, <laughs> At DebtShepherd.com, uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert, Glenn the Geek Hebert, yes, over at HorseRadioNetwork.com, Josh Rivers over at PodcastingExperiments.com, Max Truscott up in the skies at AviationNewsTalk.com, Shane from Spybrary.com, he said scrolling down, uh, Carrie 
bond over at keywestperspective.com slash podcast. Ronsley down in Australia at Amplify Media Group. You can find him at mustamplify.com. Carl White at Life in the Carolinas podcast.com and Kim Kragi from Toastmasters101.net. And we will thank everybody uh in two weeks, because next week I'll be in Utah. Nice. And uh I'm already set. I, I'm gonna be looking sporty. I got my my sporty. This is great for an audio pod. Oh, this is a great uh, look too. Are, yeah. yeah, it is a good look. Got my, are you, got my are you going hiking? Also. Do you plan to get lost in the desert? Or? No, actually, the the one and only Illiquity, who's in the chat room, is going to be. Yeah. She said, "Hey, if you're coming to Utah, we're going hiking, and I'm gonna. She's gonna okay. show me the mountains and all sorts of. You might stuff. want to check some ID. I don't want you getting murdered out in the middle of the desert, Dave. I, so well, I, don't I, get lured. I'm just saying, don't get lured. I've uh, I had my my <laughs> sister in law mention that she goes, you do realize your dad almost got killed doing that, and I'm like, <laughs> he did. My dad went. Uh, he was on the CB. My dad was a, a fairly large chunk Cherokee Indian, and mm. was talking with some woman who was also a Cherokee Indian, and she's like, well you know, blah, blah, blah. And my dad being a trusting soul, uh, met her somewhere. I don't think my dad was doing anything naughty in this case, but Mm. apparently her boyfriend did. And Mm. literally almost like my dad didn't know where he was. He just uh, stuck a shotgun in his ribs and hit him in the head with his shotgun butt. And yeah, I mean, my dad got mugged like nobody's business. Wow. And, uh, my brother had to go get him because it's kind of hard to drive a truck when you're unconscious. Right. And uh, my brother said, yeah, he went in and goes, he didn't know what day it was. And my dad was always a little left to center from that. We would just be eating at the, uh, the dinner table and he would just like throw something out there. And we're like, all right. Meanwhile, back at the, yeah, (laughs) bring it back, bring it back. Well, Aliquity, you're on the hook for Dave's safety. Like we we're coming after you. If Dave doesn't show up next two weeks from now for us, podcast coach. Yeah, we know I'm dead somewhere in Utah. On the hook. I got a really nice, I got a really nice note from Glenn, by the way, who's one of our, one of your awesome subscribers for my birthday. And that was where he was, he says, you know, listen to the show all the time. And, uh, and it was just a nice, it was one of those, I don't necessarily always get, uh, a lot of communication from this audience. I think most of it gets routed to you. Um, but it was, it was great. So Glenn, thanks for one, thanks for listening. And two, thanks for the nice note. It's, it's, you know, you'd be surprised if you're thinking about somebody, uh, a podcaster, let's just put this. If you're thinking about them and you're like, I should write a nice note, do it. Yes. Like actually do it. It, it can change someone's day. Uh, you know, that, that podcast, that podcaster might be ready to quit. And, and yes, you're a podcaster. If you're listening to this, chances are you're a podcaster. But if you've got podcasts that you listen to and you really enjoy, you know how much you like it. So get on email, send them a note or her a note and say you appreciate it. It's super great. Um, so get that done. Gas, it's really nice. gas in the tank. Um, yeah. We actually yeah. had um, that lead. Wow. What a great lead in. We had somebody put a. It's almost th- like we planned it that way. I know. Um <laughs> This was, again, in a Facebook group from Graham. He says, my podcast is three months old. I've been dealing with the anxiety that comes with watching the numbers. And at times, I forget, I've only been doing this for a short period of time. How do you cope with stagnating numbers of downloads in the first few months? And that's where if somebody reaches out to Graham, whatever Graham's podcast is, and said, hey, I'm listening, really like that episode on such and such, that can keep him going for months. Because there are times when you're just like, hello, is this thing on? And if somebody sends an email just to say, hey, that was cool. Thanks so much. Love the show. Keep up the good work. It doesn't have to be war and peace. 
just yeah. proof that somebody's listening sometimes can really, uh, I think, put some gas in, in people's tanks. That is the huge advantage to recording live. Even if you're not going to take your live recording, and, and I, I don't, I, it's the, our live recording is always what the podcast becomes. Very little editing. But every week when I go live here and on Thursday nights for Home Gadget Geeks, there's 15 or 30 or whatever of you who are here to interact. And if you're just doing a solo podcast by yourself and you're not, you know, like you said, hello, hello, anybody out there, 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 you know, you, you, you need some of that feedback. And so I'd encourage folks, even if you're just recording, uh, I know SP uh, does this with, with a bunch of his podcasts, they're recording live and they, they still do a ton of editing on it, but they're recording it live to get that kind of get that. I don't know. It also makes you sharper, I think, when you're recording in front of a live audience. So I, I would not underestimate the fact of letting folks, let your audience know you're going to record it live. It's not going to be the final version. Yeah. And, um, and get some of the, you know, get some feedback that way if you're not hearing from people. I get, I've been doing live for nine years now. Like, and I, I look forward to it. Th- Thursday nights or Saturday mornings with you guys here, it's pretty great. it's pretty great well the the thing i'm gonna laugh is when i go back and listen to this i guarantee you i said greg from debt shepherd and um glenn the geek i'm and umming every time we go through the awesome supporters i um all of a sudden i'm like i'm I'm like it's right in front of me i just gotta read it you're reading Yeah. yeah and i always laugh at that and i'm like well there's a lovely edit point so it is that you know there's a good chance to practice that um because that's a fixed like that's always going to be a fixed commodity. And so you could kind of practice that bef- beforehand. I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying you could, and that'll help take out some of the ums and ahs that are in there because you've, you've gotten, you don't change the order. We read them every month. You're, you know, that can be a pretty well rehearsed. Yeah. Um, I thought about recording list. it ahead of time, but that would look stupid if we're live and I'm like, here I come and I'm just going to sit here and re, you know, let me, yeah. hit, let's say thanks to our awesome supporters. And I just, I hit a button and instead of jazz music, we get you hear, hear me, yeah. which I'm going to be then sitting there with my mouth, not moving. And I, I would think that would be a little weird on a, a live video. Not if you had slides. That's true. Like if, and then I just, to, and then I just hit the slides. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. You might be, cause then it could be fun. We could have awesome jazz music or whatever, or, mm-hmm. I could make that a whole big production thing. See? Yeah, and behind the scenes, when you watch the when you watch the big dogs, the ESPN, the, those guys, and they're doing their podcast and they're recording it, you see all the stuff they're doing, and they have pre-recorded stuff all the time, and they're shuffling papers and looking important and feeling handsome, you know, all those things that they're doing. So I don't I don't think that's out of the would be out of the question, Dave, to record that, play it. We'd be resetting on the backside, but you, the slides could be going while you're doing it. So, yeah, I would, I'd say it's super doable. Yeah, definitely doable. Uh, how are we doing on time? Here's a fun topic. I'm, I'm right now. I'm rewriting the book, More Podcast Money, and uh, we're, we're going to play a fun game here as soon as I find my own answer. Okay. If I want to make, if I want to bring home $60,000 a year in Ohio, how much money do I need to make? If you want to bring home 60? Yeah. 110. Oh, look at you. Because uh, I, I didn't think it was going to be that much. It's actually a, a hundred. There's a great website uh, that I can't put in the chat room. us.thesalarycalculator.co.uk. 
And I think that'll take you to a bunch of websites. But here's the fun thing. Uh, I needed to, it says I need to bring home $75,576 to do that um, because 20 to 30% is going to go to taxes. But then I contacted somebody who is podcasting full time and I said, Hey, uh, what are you doing for life insurance? And uh, that person said, Oh, I use Cozy. That's about, uh, want to guess what life insurance is per month? No, life or health? Uh, what am I saying? Health insurance. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting yeah, health me. Insurance. Health insurance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Life yeah. insurance is a whole other thing. It's a ton. Yeah. It was, especially here in the U.S. Like it's the worst here. Yeah. In the so US. it's him, yeah. uh, his wife, and two kids. 400 500 $1,700 a Ooh. month. God, that's gotten horrible. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. means you'd have to make $92,885 in gross. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> then that's assuming you're working 40 hours a week uh, with your, your schedule just completely filled. And then you go, wait a minute, Dave, aren't you going to Utah? Yeah. Are you taking any vacation days? Yeah. Oh, wait, you want vacation. So how much vacation do you want? Two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, that means you have to make, and then my number goes up to one hundred one hundred one thousand nine hundred sixty nine dollars if you want to make $60,000 a year, which rounds out to $49 an hour if you're working 40 hours a week. But that's where people don't plan on that. They, they, they say, okay, great. I'm working 40 hours a week, but if I'm Mr. Solopreneur, then you forget that there's that whole there's there's doing the service. Let's say I'm an audio editor. There's doing that, but then there's also things like today I get to do, I get to close my month, I need to pay my affiliates, I need to do all this other paperwork stuff and kind of see, hey, what's working here? Well, that's the part you don't think about. And that's why most entrepreneurs never work 40 hours a week because there's the part of actually doing your service, your consulting, whatever you're doing. And then there's the whole, oh, I have to run my business and do the tax thing and the blah, blah, yeah. blah. And so that was, I don't know if that's going to make it into the book because it's not really about like how to make I think money. It should. The, yeah, but that's, I think it should. Yeah. I think it should. I think a lot of people think it's easier than it is to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And, it, you know, Mike Howard in the chat room says, don't forget about saving for retirement. I mean, ah, there you go. You know, there's going to be nobody there. By the way, if you want to shock and you're working for an employer and you're paying less than $1,700 a month for health insurance, ask your employer what their portion of your health insurance that they pay. Mm. You may be pleasantly surprised um, how how much that is. I mean, it is it can be ridiculous. Yeah. They've sheltered you from it um, and you're getting... You know, you're paying maybe five or ten percent of that premium, and they're paying the other ninety percent. You may have a greater appreciation, or just maybe alarmed, especially here in the U.S., how much healthcare is costing. So it's it's. But Dave, many podcasters who are this, I always say, you know, they wish they could podcast for a living, and I'm going to make a living out of this. Yikes! Being an entrepreneur and on your own, you know, that's way more expensive. Um, then you think in the final minutes here that before we go, I do want to say as a podcaster and working as a podcaster for an employer this Wednesday, I'm going to get the opportunity two years ago. I got a chance to do this restructuring a little bit different, but we're going to podcast in front of 400 people live. We nice. booked the room, sold it out sort of. <laughs> uh, we've uh, offered it. It's available. We're going to live stream it as well for our folks who couldn't come to the conference and or are around the world. We're going to live stream it as well. We have about a hundred folks who signed up for that to this point. But yeah, we're doing a live style podcast from a stage, 400 people. So it'll be a ton of fun to be able to 
do that, what's super cool, right, is that's because of my podcast. So, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't get a chance to do this if we didn't have, if we hadn't started podcasting there um, in the first place. And the uh, Tuesday morning, 8, 8 a.m., uh, eight, seven, seven a.m. Central. We'll launch a brand new Gallup podcast, Ooh. which is super cool. I've gotten to kind of play an executive producer role. That sounds way more important than it is, but, but thank you. Um, but yeah, we're, we're I think on our seventh podcast now. I yes, I am trying to compete with N- <laughs> NPR. Like that's my goal: it's unseat NPR. And um, and so we're launching a brand new podcast on on Tuesday. It's kind of fun to you kind of forget how much work it takes to launch. Oh. Now, if you think launching a podcast by yourself is hard, imagine launching it with nine or ten very strong, opinionated people on the other side. Because you know we have we have another host. I've got another producer. I've got people in charge of the marketing. I've got people in charge of the vendor. We have to get the vendor's approval because we're. It's a partnered podcast with Knight Foundation. And so we got to get their approval on things. Oh, and man. So it, it's taken us 60 days just <laughs> to get the first one launched. And fortunately, we have a few in the can behind it. So we'll be ready to go once it goes out. But if you think producing your podcast by yourself is hard, and I'm not complaining about this, right. but just get another company involved and have to get approvals and it can be, a, it can take a lot longer. So two big things, uh, you know, is podcasting is part of my job at Gallup. Two really big events coming up this week, so it'll be uh, it'll be a fun week. For is sure. this is this the place the event? I know we had that one picture of you the one year yeah, where you yeah. were on center stage and it's uh-huh. like this whole auditorium, literally center stage, light coming down, yeah. pretty surreal. It was That's a pretty. Cool. It, I didn't think I was ever going to top that. Uh, this this you know yeah, a smaller crowd this time, four hundred yeah. versus a thousand, but. This will be, we're going to, we're having a rock music playing when they come in. We're going to, you know, so it's going to be kind of a rock concert as opposed to a rehearsed podcast. So anyways, Dave, because of my podcasts, uh, these kinds of cool things get to happen and you can do this at work. That's the thing. If you're currently employed, you don't have to quit your job. You might be able to be a podcaster at work. Well, that's the other cool thing is not that you needed it, but talk about job security. You know, is there anybody else that could do the podcast if you got hit by a bus? Well, I am training others. Like we do have a succession plan because okay. I don't, I, I want that. That's the, you know, I don't want necessarily them to be screwed if something happened to me. Right. So I have been training other people to fill in the aspects of the job. But that being said, I love what I do. And Gallup has been very, very gracious and allowing me to experiment with these, these different methods. And, and we're refining them now, even as we speak. You know, how do we brand it? How do we, what kind of things do we do? We just had a big, long discussion. My, the current album art has my picture on it. And we're getting ready to move our site from uh, its own site onto gallop.com. That's another big thing that's going to happen this year. And they were like, yeah, we're going to strip your picture off. And Aww. I was like, you know, actually, I'm, I'm totally okay with it. But it's those kinds of things that have to be considered when you're, when you're podcasting in the enterprise. Yeah, you never know. So, well, speaking of your podcasts, uh, yeah. what was on your last episode? Yeah, we spent a little time talking about Windows 10 1903. So it is finally here. Your PCs are going to update in the next couple of weeks to it. We've got kind of the top 10 features that are coming with it and some things to watch out for. So the average guy.tv. Here's what's funny, uh, because I, well, I guess I could open it up in Firefox. I can't remember what was on the last episode. 
of the School of Podcasting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll just go. Oh, no, I can't open up another tab. Uh, he said, running over quickly to go to the finished folder of the School of Podcasting. Episode 672 was the biggest pain in creating your podcast. Oh, yeah. So I was surprised that editing wasn't in there. A lot of show notes. People hate show notes. But uh, check that out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 672. Just a reminder, no podcast next week. Dave will be getting sunburned in uh, Utah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this trip, uh, not just for the hiking, but just it's a single track event. Uh, UtahPodcastSummit.com. If you're anywhere in the neighborhood uh, or if you're there, definitely come and kick me in the shin or something of that nature to get my attention. I would love to uh, to meet you. So we'll be back on the 15th. Is that right? Yes, we'll be back on Saturday the 15th, 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Stick around for some post-show.